0: It is hard to believe there's only 72 days left in this year. For many of us, 2020 has been quite the challenge, not just with the pandemic, not just with businesses closing down, but more specifically with our lack of fitness and the lack of interest in our nutrition plans. For a long time, I let myself slide and probably just like me, you've let your nutrition go. Maybe you're back at the box, but man, this nutrition is hard to get reeled back in. Well, we've got a solution for you. Own Your Eating has two new challenges starting on November 2nd. And with Halloween around the corner, you're gonna have all this candy at home. Who knows what's gonna happen, whether there will be trick or treaters or whether there won't be. But once that Halloween candy goes on sale, it's hard to resist. So. What we're telling you is our new challenges start November 2nd, which means you can start signing up as early as this week. And these challenges are so different than your standard challenge, because instead of putting the pressure on yourself to drop 10 pounds in 30 days, what if you just use this challenge as a jumping off point to get a better handle on your nutrition, especially as Thanksgiving, Christmas Hanukkah, the new year, start to roll in. You can educate yourself with daily content from me, from Roz, from the Own Your Eating team, and gradually improve your behavioral awareness around food. All of a sudden, dialing in your nutrition doesn't sound so daunting. We firmly believe that it's important to just take each day as it comes, and if one day doesn't go so well, no big deal. You haven't failed. Just get back at it tomorrow. You'll get support from me. You'll get support from Roz and you'll get support from our amazing groups. And the truth is, we run these challenges regularly. No one's ever perfect, but everyone still gets great results. You have to drop your expectations about outcomes and stop pinning all of your hopes on the outcomes. That's not what drives results. It's actually what ruins them. Focusing on behavioral changes one at a time and becoming consistent with that habit is actually what drives the results. On your eating is all about mindset. It's not cookie cutter. It's not, you have to be perfect. It's not crazy nutrient timing, carb this, protein that. It's small habitual changes that make for long lasting sustainable results. And that's exactly what these challenges are all about. We actually have two challenges out there. We've got our 30 day transformation challenge and we've also got our get lean challenge it really just depends on where you are on your macro journey but both challenges will help give you assistance with determining your macros you'll get a private supervised facebook group video education ebook meal planning templates daily workouts daily motivational content and daily education from both me and ross so if you're interested in regaining control of your nutrition. You can click on the link. I'll provide it in the show notes. It's a little bit long, but it's app.sugarwad.com forward slash marketplace forward slash own your eating. I know that's a little lengthy, so I'll put it in the show notes if you're interested. And if you use the code BEST HOUR, B E S T H O U R, best hour, all caps, you'll save 10%. Of course, if you have any questions, you can DM me at best hour of their day you can email me best hour of their day at gmail.com but here's the deal this works you just have to do it but we're here to support you and it's not too late to still make 2020 great as far as your nutrition goes so let's get it dialed in enjoy the challenge and make some long-lasting sustainable changes all right fern we got another listener question today so, I was about to say the name. I don't want to say the name. I'm always no, no, weary no, no. of that.
1: But, but uh, actually, before, before we do that, I want to give, we're all about giving, giving the goods here. So, mm-hmm. the, this week we're running Bring a Friend Week at CrossFit Rife. Oh, is it this week? It's this week. Cool. So, what's today? Tuesday. We're recording this Tuesday, like midday. I think, I think we've had like 12 people come in. Um, so, a couple learning points, right? Actually, these go together. So typically, if you do this correctly, one of the problems. So if you're a gym owner and you decide to try to kind of take this on, one of the problems you will have is waivers. And I don't mean like getting people to sign waivers. What I'm referring to is like timely manner, right? So like, uh, so for instance, like four four friends come into the 4 p.m. and they all got to sign waivers. And let's say you got two computers you know, the waivers can take a couple minutes and now the class is behind. Um, so it's a good problem, right? So if you're doing this right, it is a good problem that will come up. And yes, you should send a link to the waiver to your members to have them send it to them. Yes, you should try to do your best to send it to them. But in, I don't know, two years of running this, uh, you know, well over probably 10 times, it, t- it doesn't always work. So we played around with something different this time, which makes it really fast. And we got this idea because of COVID. So like one of the good things that come from COVID. Do you know how, how well, I'm not even why I'm asking. You probably have not done this. Have you been to a restaurant lately? <laughs> lately?
0: Um, I've gone out to eat once since the shutdown for Roz's birthday. So that was August 27th. So it's been two months.
1: Okay. So then when you guys sat down, do you remember how, how do they do the menus there?
0: Yeah, I think we're going to, the, they did the whole QR code thing.
1: Right, so exactly. So that's what we did for the waiver. And it's so much faster. You can have seven people sign the waiver, waiver simultaneously. Um, now, you don't always want to go that route. You want to have something that's a little bit more um, kind of user-friendly than people's phones. But this is something for if you're, if you're hosting events, if you're doing Bring a Friend Week, if you're, if you're in a scenario where you're going to need kind of mass signing of waivers done really quickly, um, the QR code is a fantastic way to do that. And we put it in there as like our last ditch effort to make sure that classes got started on time because that was typically is a, is an issue for bring a friend week because people come in and sometimes we'll have five or six people come into the same class. Um, and that will lead to like some problems, either the class starts a couple minutes late, which can be problematic or they're signing a waiver and we got to get the class started and then they have to jump in late, which is kind of weird. Um, and again, yes, you should try to do your best to try to get them to sign it beforehand. It just doesn't unfold that way. So the QR code is fantastic. It's just like we posted one at the, at the front desk where uh, one of the coaches will catch them there and then there's one out by like where the like, the seating area is. And um, it worked perfectly yesterday because I, yeah, I had four people come in yesterday. And even though they were there like a couple minutes early, the, uh, like we asked them to be, they, it still wouldn't have worked out on time. Like we still would have started late had they not all been able to do the waivers at the same time. So QR codes, just a little, and there's so many pl- ways you can use this too. Well, I was going to say, a QR
0: code is one thing, but where does it actually take them?
1: It takes them to sign the waiver.
0: In, in so whatever just, platform yeah, you're using?
1: Right, yeah. All, all you need is the link, right? So whatever platform you're using, it's, it's irrelevant. I just need the link to the waiver, and then I create a, Q, a QR code attached to that link. And as soon as they take a picture of it, it pulls up the link, and they can sign the waiver from their phone. So gotcha. good little, good little hack there. Uh, because that can be, that's one of the things that's always been kind of a pain point, not just for me watching it, but you can kind of tell it's a little bit of a sticking issue. And we have two places, actually we have three places they can sign um, the waiver, but it's better than having a line at the computer waiting for people to to sign the waiver. So uh, just a little, a little affiliate hack there for you guys um, as you guys start to, to do this. Um, or again, like if you're doing just other stuff that requires people you know mass signing of waivers like events and stuff like that just a really really fast way to do that
0: sounds like it's just a good idea in general i mean once once events are allowed back up at the box or anything like you need to put a poster in the bathroom or something like hey scan this and the cool thing about qr codes these days is remember back in the day you needed an app for it now you just use your camera
1: yeah, you just do your camera, it it, it kind of pre populates that website and pulls it up. But it worked it worked swimmingly yesterday. So I wanted to share that with everybody because um
0: Right. And I'm sure yeah. most people listening don't have that set. So what it becomes is just a backlog, a line of people needing to and some of those Wodify, you know, there's like five screens you have to fill out like your your grandmother's made a name and well, Canada. and we've
1: adjusted ours three times so that there's only three screens because it used to take forever based on, cause you know, there's certain things that if you do, if you have a waiver that's written correctly, they, they need to initial certain things, you know, you got to get to the signature screen. Like they got to put in there, you know, cause like there's certain things that like, it's kind of a pain in the ass to do that, but like they need name, birthday, you know, age, um, or well, that's to the birthday, but their, uh, telephone number, email, you know, like what can get a little time consuming. And we were, and we removed out of that portion of it was the emergency contact. Cause I was fuck. Everybody's just like, who the fuck do I put in here? Um, and it was just more stuff. And then it was like, you- then you have the initial screen and you have the signing screen at the end, but if I can just put it on their phone, it's just way easier. Yeah. yeah. So just one more thing to try to do that, but you should do all the other things in front of that. The, the QR code I don't think should be your go-to. I, th- I think it should be your last ditch effort to make sure that no matter what you can get those done in a timely manner, but you should try to get everybody to do it beforehand. So you don't have to worry about it.
0: Makes sense. All right. Back to the question at hand. So I don't want to say this person's name. I've known her. It's a female for quite some time and she was a games level athlete for quite a few years.
1: Jane from Jupiter.
0: Jane from Jupiter. Good morning, Jason. First, I truly enjoy the best hour of their day podcast. Not so much for mostly you. I shouldn't say That's
1: that. definitely <laughs> not written
0: <really> <laughs> I just wrapped up the how fit do you really need to be episode. It had me reflecting on my own CrossFit journey, which has included high-level competition, injuries, surgeries, more high-level competition, more injury surgery, to finally pumping the brakes and asking, what am I doing this for? I view my CrossFit journey just as that, a journey where I keep evolving, which includes taking a different path on the trail here and there. Anyway, looking for guidance as to how to best articulate and answer the following question. What do I say to my professors who are against CrossFit because they think it's dangerous? I'm not sold on CrossFit and I want you to sell me. Same, same question from the same, you know that was one, one question plus a statement, context. This was a FaceTime conversation I was having with one of my college daughter's friends last night. College daughter's friends, okay. I know, it's like your cousin, sister. (laughs) Still don't kiss her. Um, Springfield College is a huge sports health-minded school. Yeah, it is. Hit on functional fitness, adaptable, scalable, and would be grateful for the help. I think that's what she And I responded to her briefly, and then she she, um, followed up with this. The student that I was talking to is an exercise science major and it was a professor of his that was saying the classic CrossFit is bad, bad for your joints. I sent in the link to your October 14th podcast, Scaling Appropriately. Good stuff. Keep it coming. I really enjoy listening to you and Fern. Yeah,
1: whatever. That that actually was <laughs> really.
0: So I think this is a really common question. You know, to me, this is this question used. To, I, by the way. I didn't talk to my aunt, uncle, and two cousins for about three years over this.
1: Over CrossFit is dangerous?
0: Yeah, I can remember it was when I had first gotten on CrossFit level one staff. I had gotten sent to Virginia Thanksgiving weekend. And my cousin at the time was going to I forget what school, but in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And so they were all there. It just like, you know, serendipitous, coincidental. And my cousin is now a PT. He was in PT school at the time. And it was like the four of them were attacking me Mm -hmm. and I didn't do a good job expressing myself, which I should have, which is like, Hey, whether or not we all agree on this, you're attacking something I'm really passionate about, you know, like that, that's probably should have been like how it ended. Like you don't have to agree with, but I got so angry, not so much because they were saying it was dumb or dangerous and this and that, but it was more like, they just weren't understanding. Like you're, you're attacking something I care about.
1: Yeah, and it's not like you're, you know, you know, child sex trafficking, and they're like you're passionate about that. This is like something fairly benign, right? Like, fitness, yeah, like, and,
0: and, and they were like, and then it was the typical, well, you know, my cousin, he's thirty now, and actually he lives out here. We see him all the time now, and they were like, well, Sam is uh, fitter than you, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, this is like, I was like, I'm twelve years old or so. He was probably, you know, I was probably like 35, 36. and they're like, well, he can run faster.
1: Okay, and I was like,
0: "Cool, you win that. I'm stronger and better at everything else." You know, your classic what is fitness lecture, but it just became angry. My aunt was chiming in, who's overweight, and I'm like, "How's that working? The fucking elliptical here?" got we it got nasty. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, we've resolved it. I so, think it was one of those Jewish things friend, where we never resolved it. We just, we just ignored Just it.
1: Bottled, bottled, bottled it up and just let it, let it sit and boil up for years. Um, yeah, so so what's the question? Just how to, how to pitch this?
0: And I think specifically how do you pitch this to the person seems educated. You know, an exercise science degree.
1: Um, I could tell you in my experience, talking at people or trying to sell them doesn't work. So I prefer to go the other route, which is, um, and quite, and, to, uh, to be very candid, it's how we start all of our, um, consults when people come in to CrossFit, Rife. Right, is I just ask them questions, you know, like, what is your understanding of CrossFit? Like what, what is CrossFit? You tell me, and there's no wrong answer here, but you tell me what you think CrossFit is. And then now I can see how close or far apart we are, because if we're really far, then I might need to break down some concepts. But you know, um, you know, because typically they'll say, well, you know, people definitely should not be doing, you know, really heavy, high rep Olympic weightlifting. To which my response would be like, Yeah, I'll probably agree with that. Yeah, you know, nah. if particularly if they don't off. know, yeah, yeah, particularly if they don't know what the hell they're doing, then you and I agree that that is bad. And shockingly. That is not what CrossFit promotes.
0: <laughs> that Don't you think like 90% of the time someone is saying this, they're basically not really – they're describing what they think CrossFit is.
1: Right, which is why you ask questions because now I can find out what you think CrossFit is and I can definitively tell you that that's, that, is or, that, that it is or is not correct, right? You know, you and I are probably a little bit more uh, probably armed with – speaking to you know the level one manual and you know mechanics consistency intensity and the balance of threshold training and you know fucking four models of fitness like but you don't have to go into all of that i can do it very very simply you know um like i've recently uh and we talked about it on the podcast but i've recently started dumbing down some of those concepts not for the purposes of like people are dumb but for just for, simply for the purposes of brevity in some of these consults. Um, you know, and I think we've talked about like the high intensity and that's the one people get really wrong. Right. They're just like, because people confuse it, confuse it for maximal and like, well, let's reframe what high intensity means. And if there's a high, medium, low, that means high intensity is 67%. Right. Does that sound insane? They're like, no, it sounds pretty reasonable. I'm like, yeah, that's because it is reasonable. Now it does include a hundred percent, but that's, we shouldn't be doing that all the time. Right. So let's talk about like how and where we're going to do that, you know, and then you know, talking, instead of talking about the 10 general physical skills, we'll like, let's just use kind of like three bigger pillars, right? Let's talk about strength, cardio, and flexibility, right? We would agree that those are kind of like some genres of fitness. So we're like, well, yeah, we want to be balanced across three of those, right? Because we could see where those would be in balance. Um, And then, yeah, we want mechanics, right? We want to do it well first. And then I want to, you know, then I want to do that consistently. And you can demonstrate to me that you can do that. Then we can play around with intensity in its various forms, load speed, you know, all that stuff. So I think questions because the faster I can get on their team, like here's the best way to disarm somebody who's, uh, who is uh, combative, right? Agree with them. Now they have no argument. They're like, I don't think you should do this. You are know, like then we're on the same team because I don't think you should do dumb shit either.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's a great way to put it. people forget that. They get so caught up in I want to win this. Where it's like just yeah, just agree. And I mean, I just so, take
1: away your, I just take away your argument. <laughs>
0: now, in <laughs> because, fairness, if you're talking to people that are already at your gym, there's certainly some buy-in. You're not, you know, this person is someone that's just hating on CrossFit. Yeah,
1: well, when and, I have these conversations, that's why I bring it up because it's relevant. When I'm having these conversations, I'm having these conversations with people that are not yet clients. This is our first introduction to them, and it's just, I just ask them the question, like, just so that we're speaking the same language. Do you mind telling me what it is that you think we do here?
0: But they're in your door I'm saying.
1: Right, but it's the same thing. Like some of them think it's something and some of them think it's something else and and the same tactic could be used against somebody who's a hater in air quotes. But again, it's really hard for me to have a conversation without understanding precisely where this person is standing in this In this argument like it's just going to be real circular because we're not I don't actually really understand where your stance is I know where mine is what I need is I need to know where yours is
0: yeah I think that I think you're dialed in there I think you're still going to always have those people even when you agree with them that want to argue that don't think that want that want to be right about something and you know we're recording this a couple days after the games it's you know, here it's going to come again, especially the games was viewed by millions of people. They see that last event and they're going to say, you know, that's 300 pull ups, 200 pistols, et cetera, way too much. And my response is going to be like, yeah. Correct. I don't want to do that.
1: Correct. <laughs> Correct. 99.99% of people should never attempt that workout. By the way, um, do you think they are sore
0: after that workout?
1: Yeah, 300 pull-ups. Are you kidding me? By the way, I I was so wrong about the time domain on that workout. I was like, this is definitely over an hour. And then Carrie Pierce. 47 minutes, I
0: think, yeah.
1: No, I think she was closer to 40. She finished the handstand push-ups. At like 12 and a half So she runs a mile in a vest That does 100 handstand pushups And is moving on to the 200 pistols At 12 and a half minutes (laughs) I was like Fuck I got that wrong I was way off
0: (laughs) I'm trying to think What would I have had to done Okay half mile run On each end
1: You'd have to cut it in half honestly. Yeah
0: I'd have to cut it in half I mean really The movements aren't bad for me I think you just know I lack fitness. Yeah, adding a twenty pound <laughs> adding a twenty-pound vest for the handstand push-ups was probably devastating.
1: I I I mean I was just thinking that the, the handstand push-ups alone would probably take me north of 10 minutes.
0: And I think it was just one of those workouts where you finally get to the pull-ups. And then you get on the bar, you're like, all right, I'm gonna do sets of 10, 15, and you get three, and you're like Fuck, they were I'm all doing, doing sets. sets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they were all they were all doing sets of five or six the whole yeah, time. Yeah, by the so, end, I think Gary uh,
0: even finished with fours. But I guess my question, I was thinking like a lot of our friends who have competed at the games before, they'll say they get a little sore, a little tired. But I would say for most of the games, athletes they feel like we do after a typical day of training, which is a one workout a day.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely think there's some events that probably feel pretty awful and probably feel way worse than some, but for the most part, I, you know, they're not going to be, you know, just debilitated the next day. Well, with with the exception of um, Haley Adams. Do you see her hands?
0: They were a bloody mess. They
1: look like Pat Sherwood's hands at the end of the 2009 regionals. The uh, just hamburger meat, dude, it was terrible. Um really really rough but yeah definitely so but yeah this I just think that's the best way to do it is just figure out because they're actually what they're thinking about CrossFit the things that they think shouldn't happen are probably accurate (laughs) like those should not happen right like the people who are CrossFit haters are like you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that and you're like correct what you're referring to is people who are doing it incorrectly which is not what we promote and have no control over those people
0: yeah I mean I mean that's really you know and again, you know, we're trying to answer Kim's question here. It's hard because they're they are basically, I think, the the number one thing you have to focus on is what Fern is saying is they're arguing against something that CrossFit truly is. CrossFit is constantly varied, functional movements at high intensity. And if you have been to your level one, you understand when we talk about intensity, we say it's relative. And right. they just blankly assume mom's doing Atalanta with a 14-pound weight vest or this and that is happening and it's really not the case, you know, and they just always, I guess the bigger argument is they always assume we're putting intensity in front of technique or the charter mechanics, consistency, intensity gets changed to intensity before anything.
1: Or the, just everything is assumed to be heavy, you know? So, so, she's like, you know, you know, it's like, you know, older people shouldn't snatch. And I was like, I mean, if you're referring to the fact that they shouldn't probably snatch their body weight, then we're in absolute lockstep right, but if they you're take telling me, a
0: training bar from the ground right overhead? if you're
1: telling me they should never snatch a pvc pipe well i probably would disagree with you there you know i know a lot about a 70 year old who can snatch a pvc pipe and squat below parallel and have the bar still on the frontal plane with an externally rotated shoulder like they're gonna live forever
0: <laughs> so i want to give kim some tangible advice and i would say one is jane Aria- from jupiter Oh shit, did I just say that <laughs> Twice. I was going to let it go the first time, but I
1: was just like, oh, I got to correct you know." Hopefully she doesn't care. Okay. Um,
0: so, <laughs> and I'm sure she doesn't. This is a strong woman who does not give any Fs about things. So anyway, what I would say is agree on what CrossFit isn't first. Like you're saying, hey, yeah, you know, they shouldn't be doing this. Explain relative intensity and then probably show them you know, challenge them. Like, it's like anything like, Hey, why don't you just show up at a box? Why don't you go check it out before, you know, challenge them to actually learn. Hey, why don't you show up at a gym and see what it looks like?
1: Yeah. And again, like, I think you just have questions, you know, like, Hey, would you agree that, you know, doing any sort of exercise would, should and, and would include, both a general and specific warm-up and they're like yeah i mean we should definitely prep for the okay cool we do that in every single class uh would you agree that people shouldn't be moving weight that is too heavy for them like absolutely i'm like cool then that that's what we do you know again like if you explain it and you're reasonable about it and you don't go down the you know you're not having the don't bother having the 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 conversation that crossfit is superior it is But it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant to the conversation. You're not trying to win. That's not
0: what we're arguing.
1: You're not trying to win this argument. All you're simply trying to do is make headway. So ask a lot of questions. Agree where it's appropriate to agree, and you'll probably get them closer to the mark than you think.
0: Does that answer her question, though? Did we do a good enough job on that?
1: She's trying to figure out how to get this person to – to like like or, or consider or have a conversation about crossfit right yeah yeah i think it's i particularly if you're talking about an academic i mean listen everybody knows an academic like wants to listen to themselves talk so just ask them questions
0: so what about this part of it where they say it's bad for your joints
1: again what what do you mean it's bad for your joints like are you telling me that it's bad to go below parallel that's been discredited if you're telling me that it's bad for youth to, to, to lift weights, that's also been debunked. Are you telling me that we should, you know, squat to 90 degrees where there's the most sheer force on the knee? Well, I'm going to disagree there for many, many reasons. Like, what, what do you mean it's bad for your joint loading the joints? Well, everybody knows that that's not bad.
0: Right. And I think, You know, so loading the
1: joints in proper. Are you mean like they're bad for your joints if you lift like shit?
0: Yeah. Yes. Going back to what you said. Yeah, it really is bad for your joints. If you're doing too much weight or you're not doing it right. You know, even during the, during that Atlanta event, one of the commentators was Grunler or Chase was like, you could see Carrie Pierce just plummeting into the bottom of her butterfly pull-up. Right. Just yanking on her shoulder. And that was really why kipping pull-ups are bad for newer athletes that don't have that strength there. She's got the strength, she's exhausted, and she's trying to win an event. So she's, she's allowing also, that to happen.
1: She's also has built in the capacity to absorb that kind of lack of control in a movement. Like, I mean, if you've seen her shoulders, they're bigger than yours and mine combined. Yours, so yours. You're you're, so we're talking about somebody who is at the peak of this sport, particularly that movement, who can do that. You know, and that's no different than, um, you know, and she, w- she was a gymnast, correct?
0: Yeah, I believe yeah, so. She
1: was a gymnast. You're going to see that type of, of, of kind of snapping motion on a gymnast who's either on the uneven bars or, uh, or the, uh, the high bar or any of those things. Like, and I would argue that that's not good for you either. Right. Well, it no. depends, right? It's it depends not good for you to,
0: if you're not skilled or practiced. Context,
1: context matters, right? And that's okay. what we talk about at the end of the. Um, the Foundations of Effective Movement lecture in the level two, which is context, right? Should a newbie be kind of flailing around on there with no control, you know, it's and they're clearly don't have the muscular system to support, you know, and their ligaments probably aren't strong enough to support this kind of like flailing around. Of course, we all agree on that, that's that's reasonable. Um, And this is, so again, agreeing with them, they'd be like, yes, I would absolutely agree we could also agree that there are people that are letting people do that, which is incorrect.
0: You know, and and I would tell them like, and this is something that has to be mentioned in this conversation. Hey, you know, CrossFit itself is, is not dangerous. I will agree. Not all boxes are created equal. Obviously the boxes that work with Jay and Fern are far superior to any other box out there. And I would recommend you check them out. By the way, if you're interested in learning more about what's coming, email us best hour of their day at gmail.com. Our list is growing. And again, we're capping it. You humble know, that's, bragging, humble
1: bragging there firm. No, that's, that's sales. That wasn't a humble brag. That's good. The, but, uh, any, but the point is, you but again, like this is that. where you could be like, Hey, do you agree that there's some, some, some very um, lackluster academics and the, like there are, and I'm not, I'm not throwing stones at academics. I'm just saying in every profession, there are people who suck. Yeah. And if we're agreeing that there are people who suck, well, then, yeah, I'm fully on board with that, but there's not shit I can do about that.
0: Yeah. So I think that just needs to be made clear. You know, every CrossFit is not the same. That's the beauty of CrossFit. And, you know, I, would encourage you to check one out. And then I would say, Hey, you know, she's in Springfield or whoever this person is in Springfield, mass, Google it, find a couple good locations there. I mean, maybe they're not far from one of the one nations, you know, our buddy Austin or James's box and, and go check their it, a, a conversation with Austin will, will help change their, their mind as well. Right. So I would say it's like anything in life. And, and, and I would say this to Jane from Jupiter. Something I'm from Boston. <laughs> some, something I finally learned in life is like. Some things are not worth arguing.
1: Yeah, that's what that's what Baz's thing. He's just like, "Hey, listen, man, don't argue with the ocean."
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it, don't argue it's, with the ocean. It's just
1: it's not going to work out for you.
0: You're just wasting your time. They're they're clearly uh they. Some people have their minds made up, and there's nothing you can do to convince them otherwise.
1: Yeah, and and it and I think it's okay to say that. Like, if you if you've clearly come to an impasse, I think it's like, "Hey, listen, I clearly you're, you know, clearly we're not going to." make any headway here in this conversation and ha- or have anything that looks like reasonable discussion. So let's not waste each other's time. Like yeah. you can continue to think that it does. I mean, it has no impact on me. Like I don't care.
0: It's, it's like funny. arguing over music, right? It's like, I-, I love Dave Matthews.
1: Probably. So do I. You do? I do love Dave Matthews.
0: All right. Well, yeah, Virginia beach. I mean, that's where he's from. Um, or Charlottesville. Um, he plays,
1: he plays really long sets when he comes here.
0: Well, we're going to, you know, as, as our new program grows and number 41,
1: bro. It's one of my favorite songs.
0: Oh, that, the 41 and Jimmy thing are probably my two favorites, but yeah. as a, did as we our, just
1: find something that we both like <laughs> that was
0: such a rare moment? I was expecting you to make fun of me
1: right away. No, not at all. God, I think we're going to go in the gar- garage, do karate together. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so once you require me to move to Virginia
0: beach, because our, our coaching is just, So big. We'll definitely check out some Dave shows.
1: Yeah. He's great here. Those, those are like, there's a couple of shows here that I'll do that I'll, that I'll absolutely pay for VIP tickets and that's one of them.
0: Yeah. So anyway, but the point would be, you know, you can't argue over someone's musical taste. You can't argue over what someone thinks of the office. Like you just have to accept everyone's a little bit different and you can't try to convince them. I mean, although this is a little more black and white, this person has their mind made up.
1: And that's okay. You know, you're not going to convince everybody. And <clears throat> send a couple if you, I mean, videos. If you really, What's that? right? Yeah, I was going to say. I was going to say. I mean, if you're really you got a hard on for trying to get this person to to really understand what we do, then you'd send them some videos. Like, send them instructional videos. Like, you know.
0: <sighs> or no, I was going to say, send them like the video of Constance from osorio's right. box in South Brooklyn, right. or you know, I'm sure this person's been crossfitting long enough that they know someone that has lost a hundred pounds or cured type two diabetes, you know, send them those and say, hey, to some people CrossFit might be dangerous, but to others it saves their lives.
1: Right, and I think that's super important. And it's just be like, hey, do you think this is bad? And they're like, no, and I'm like, it's because it's not.
0: All right, well, before we find something else to disagree on, let's wrap this up. Again, if you're interested in learning more about our coaching program for affiliates, for box owners, again, we're we're only working with CrossFit affiliates. please we've gotten probably about double the number of affiliates that we're actually taking on. Those of you that have already emailed us, please don't email again, but just know that I've got it. A couple of them have emailed twice. So just know that I've gotten it. like we've said in the past, I'm not responding. Probably starting next week, we're gonna respond Towards the end of this week, we're announcing a little more about it. Um, and then we'll give you the I'm kind of I just
1: like I'm having a real hard time not saying the name.
0: Yeah, no, it's definitely obviously on the, i couldn't even keep a person's name and i'm having a really hard time about this. yeah but remind
1: me never or remind me never to share national, uh you know <laughs> sensitive national security information with you
0: well anyway i uh we'll, we'll announce the name one on friday so this will be up on wednesday and so friday you want to announce it
1: yeah that's probably fair
0: we'll put it on so, our we'll put it yeah friday or next week I would. You know, prefer,
1: I almost want to wait until we get the logo done. Yeah, no, that's exactly
0: what I just started thinking as I was saying that.
1: But, so, we don't have to, we'll see. but
0: either way, email us best hour of their day at Gmail. I'm putting them all in a folder. I'm keeping them. And then within a week or two now, you'll get an email from us. And you'll actually schedule a phone call with either Fern or myself. And we'll, we'll talk to you more about it. Make sure you're a good fit for us. We're a good fit for you. And we're super excited. So shoot us an email. That's all for today. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks again for listening to Best Hour of Their Day. If you haven't already, do us a favor. Head over to the Apple Podcast app and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback for either Fern or myself, hit us up, besthouroftheirday at gmail.com or send us a DM over on Instagram at Best Hour of Their Day. Once again, we couldn't do this without the amazing community, and you are a part of it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting Best Hour of Their Day.